Do you feel that in a time when we are more connected than ever, we are drifting away from real human connection, especially to ourselves? I do. Hi, I'm Leticia Latino, and I want to invite you to join me and my very inspiring guests in exploring ways to reconnect to your essence, to your definite purpose, to what makes you tick. Are you ready? Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Back to Basics, Reconnecting to the Essence of You. I have with me today, multi-talented Andrew Mondia. He's an international actor and speaker who has inspired thousands of people from different walks of life around the world to live a passionate life, sharing his story of overcoming challenges from his childhood trauma of bullying and abuse to attempting suicide. He has worked with award-winning actors, directors, and been featured in the Washington Post, UK's The Guardian, National Post, and BBC Radio. Andrew is also a feature author expert in two number one international best-selling books, My Journey, My Journal, and How Big Can You Dream? Hello, Andrew. I'm excited to hear How Big Can You Dream? Uh, yes. Uh, how big can you dream, Leticia? <laughs> I am so excited that you're here. I'm honored someone with your experience and, and also with your story. And I love the fact, just to begin, that, that you're so open. When I was preparing about this inter for this interview, I saw there's so many things you're open to talk about, and I'm excited about it, but, because that's when you really make a difference in people's lives. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's important to be, you know, if the more people that are vulnerable that shares their own story, it will help inspire others as well because a lot of people are afraid to show themselves because of what's going on in the world. And it's important that we empower people. I love it. So so tell me, I know as much as you are in Canada right now, but tell me about, uh, you know, where your journey began, where you were born and a little bit about your younger self. Okay, well, I was born in British Columbia in a place called Alert Bay, which is on this very tiny island off the northeastern tip of Vancouver Island. So I was born there, lived in Switzerland. I'm Canadian Swiss because my parents, like, <laughs> so I have a dual nationality. I was, I was the only one out of my siblings that was baptized over in Switzerland. Because at that time, when my baptism happened, we were living for a year over in Switzerland in a place called Irala, where where my family originates from in Switzerland and where my gra both grandparents were living. And I was taken care of by my paternal grandparents, and they were the greatest inspiration for me. At that time, I could not see worth a damn worth anything. I couldn't see anything. <laughs> so I was going by my feelings. Uh, and my grandfather, he loved to play the accordion, to sing and dance. And, and he gave me so much love. And he was the greatest inspiration for later in my life and into what I got into. Because when we moved back to Vancouver, I was three years old when I got glasses for the first time. 
Uh, and it's amazing what glasses can do to a person. Before glasses, at that first house that I remember living in, in Vancouver, I walked the, the porch railing, almost like, you know, a trapeze, you know, when they go on yeah. the tightrope. And I didn't realize how high up the porch was until I got my glasses. Because uh, like before glasses, I was like, no problem. I'm like a trapeze <laughs> artist. And it's like, next thing you know, I get my glasses. And like, oh my God, look at the height. Oh. <laughs> so, but um, I, you know, so from an early age, I always, you know, enjoyed performing. I, I took a little bit of ballet and I, I sang choirs. And um, when we moved to the island, uh, near Victoria, Vancouver Island, that is, I got into acting. And my, my very first production was in children's theater for four seasons, musical theater in the Snow Queen. And then, as you say, the, the rest is, is sort of like history when it comes to my, my acting. We can talk more about it later. Absolutely, in the because I have a child actor, too. So definitely I'll pick your brain on that. But how old were you when you were doing like already stage work when you started? I was 11 years old. Wow, um, that's that's really young. And it was, uh, you know, it, it just, you know, I just really love, I just really love it. It's just, you know, the only challenges when I was younger, in my younger self, I was living in the city, then we moved to the countryside. And so whatever I wanted to do, I'd have to go an hour away, like go take an hour's bus ride even sometimes an hour and a half just to get to like rehearsals, get to work. So time-wise, it was not convenient for my parents. And I ended up learning to become independent because my parents, they only saw it as a hobby. They didn't see it as a career. And it was when I was 14, my grandfather passed away at the beginning of my grade eight school year. And I decided at that moment, there was... You know, there was that little light bulb switch moment that turned on. And in that moment, I made a conscious decision that this is what I want to do for my career. And I've been pursuing it ever since. Now, I haven't been doing a lot of like a lot of major acting work, per se, like in the big, big films, like acting, speaking with like big time stars. But I've, I've been working at it. And, you know, they say it takes it takes a while. I mean, it doesn't happen over. Overnight. Absolutely. I, I every time I hear, you know, or I see the story of someone that's really famous at some point and you hear and you read their journey, like it's usually, you know, it's not like the Drew Barrymore's and the child stars, but like the ones that became famous, you know, later in life. I, and it's amazing because you think I never seen this person and then you see all they've done and you say, oh, my yeah. God, they really work hard well, at this. <laughs> Morgan Freeman is one such person because he started later in life. Yes. And, you know, it also like I'm a very like I've become a very spiritual person as well along my journey. And there's a thing where like I was born late two weeks uh, like my due. I was born two weeks after my my due date. And I'm a summer baby. I'm okay. a Leo. So. <laughs> and, and so there there's some, you know, I take some things with a grain of salt. But, you know, people like things from uh, like when I was talking to like astrologers or Vedic astrologers or, or people who, who are into those, like doing those charts, it, it actually foretold that my success will happen more later in life than earlier in life. So like whatever I'm doing, 
it's probably a journey so I can be able to tell my story so I can inspire and even when it comes to performing and I can perform and you know I it's also you know I don't know if you heard of Susan Boyle uh, yes, from yes the UK, of course of course because yes. she's another one of those yep. she became known like when she was like almost 50 years old yes and so and and it's a testament that you know if you have a dream you know keep pursuing it but still like what i discovered is still li live your life because i i like when i decided to be an actor i was like dropping everything i was cutting myself off uh, i mean when i left high school and, and i was just like and it just you know it can have a, a, an adverse harm reaction to your own well-being when you just focus instead of living a life and letting the other things follow uh, have it come into play absolutely and I, you know i can relate because as i said my son started modeling early like at six seven and uh you know he's 10 now but he's done already a few things but uh, he can even call for a uh, casting for um modern family twice actually And and the manager, oh, cool. yeah, and the manager, and we live in Miami. They couldn't believe that I didn't take the, I didn't take him because when I saw what we needed to do to get there and all that, and I say, you know what, he's doing this for fun. I'm not gonna stress him out, and I'm not gonna go overnight to go to. I, I mean, it's a, it was a big deal, but I think anybody that chooses that career, you're gonna face so much rejection. You're gonna face you know, a lot of craziness because they want you there tomorrow. That if you don't stay focused. Well, now, now with COVID. Yes. It, it's changed. Yeah, I so, agree. I mean, now is a good time to get him involved because a lot of the auditions are on Zoom. And self-tape. Uh, He just finished and, one. And, and, <laughs> yes. and, and self-tape. And, <laughs> and it's, you know, it's good to support him, but also make him understand the business side so that way he, and, and encourage him to, to do some of the business side. I joined a community called Hollywood Winter Circle, which was started by a Hollywood manager. Her name's Wendy Elaine uh, Wright. And she helps with like actors getting their packages together and, you know, what to expect. She helps with the business side. And like, once you invest in the course, you have it for life and you get like two times a week. She does coaching. She actually has a free Facebook group, talent manager for actors. Uh, and you can ask all the questions yeah. in there follow so if you're if you're not in there that's one place that you can go to <laughs> thank you yeah i always say at one point i will do it maybe i'll call you again i will do an episode for because i get so many moms asking me about this and and the and the acting and all that but but in well, that journey I, what i can do is i can ask my uh the best person that you'd probably want to interview is the person in charge of the hollywood winner circle and you can ask if she would be willing to come on And, awesome. and, I always uh, find it uh, that, that people like like all that all that stuff, but uh, and then they uh, have yeah, plenty of it's, questions. It's um, I think it's different for like you as a parent. I mean, you still have to be aware, and you still have to be there because your child, your son is is underage. But it, you know, anything is possible. You never know what 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 can happen. I I actually remember. When I was just doing it for fun, uh, I went to Vancouver to go see the opera Aida at BC Place Stadium. And I went on this, you know, in Vancouver, there's a place called Granville Island, which is like a, a farmer's market. It's like under this under the Granville Street Bridge. And it's a really nice place to go visit. And, and there's this really, there's a, 
a theater there and some fr uh, family friends own the uh, aquabus that runs across the the harbor there and when i went on there one time i actually connected with someone that was the artistic director for this theater you know and this is where mindset comes into play because of my situation being on the island i was offered a chance to come for the summer to actually be in a production at this theater but i I thought, oh, well, because of them on the island, I mean, how am I supposed to, like, what am I, how is it going to work for me to, to be in Vancouver to do this opportunity? And, and I was like, uh, and, and that was a mindset. And so it's, uh, and it's overcoming that. And so. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, that you're, you're right. It's, uh, it's all a mindset if, if you want to do and, and pursue that, that, that life. But uh, and and I want to jump back because I know that when you you mentioned a four team, your your grandfather died, and you're trying, you know, you're trying to pursue, you know, these passions. But I I know that that also was a time where you had to face bullying. Was that when that started, and that you? Uh, well, it was before actually. Uh, the year before uh, grade seven was probably my most challenging year. You know, not only was I, I dealing with bullying at school, like kids teasing. There was also, at some point when I moved to the island, I was dealing with the an increase in toxicity of my home environment, uh, emotional, mostly emotional abuse, but a little bit of physical abuse from my dad. It was actually a few months before my grandfather passed away when I actually tried to commit suicide. There was an event that happened earlier in the day. I still remember as if it was yesterday. Mm. <laughs> it's like, I was like 13 years old. It was in May. It was after I went to CIEDA. I just, you know, I'm the goody two-shoes person. But when I get into trouble, I get into trouble. And sometimes I get into trouble for reasons that aren't really my fault. I mean, but, uh, <laughs> was, mm -hmm. but anyways, uh, I just, you know, uh, I was just whatever happened that day, it just really got to me. And I almost took my life by burning myself, but I didn't quite burn myself because thankfully I look at it as like the, the spirits stopped me, but right into me. And, and, and I just, you know, I watched my Thank Garfield God. duvet burn. <laughs> oh, that's wow. wow. That's, you know, it's uh and, and I like the fact that you talk about it because it helps other people's, not only kids, I'm sure you talk to younger, you know, audience, but also, uh, is there anything in particular as a, you know, for you remembering the experience that were there any red flags that the adults or your parents could have said there's something going on here? Because I always say, and as I say, as a mom, you always, you always uh, look for these flags. And, and well, and it, so, sometimes it can be very hard for someone to actually pick up the red flags. Although this part I don't remember, but my mom told me because I asked her about it that particular day because my mom had gone to this meditation course. It was just my dad at home, but earlier, uh, like a few hours before, I had called a friend and he got concerned. Sometimes, you know, trust your intuition. If something feels off, mm -hmm. <laughs> something is like if spirit is guiding you, don't dismiss it. That's the only thing I can say because it's it's important that you own the feelings that you get as to okay something's gonna something is not right here, and, and often when something is not right in your life, 
I've had uh, a few now a few times where I've had jolting moments where the universe has sh- shaken me up. One was at that time when I tried to commit suicide. I I was just a child at that time, so I, I don't know what it was that was shaking me up to the core. But one of the things was, you know, Spirit was telling me, you're meant to still be here. Even to this day, I mean, I'm meant to still be here. I could never, I, I swear, you know, I have had some suicidal thoughts uh, by like i can never do it because the spirit is like you know you're meant to to be here to to inspire people to bring light to people i was in 2004 was another big pivotal moment but i'm going to backtrack a bit mm-hmm. when i was near the end of my high school uh life <laughs> in grade at the end of grade 12 i started to explore my own sexuality because i never sex was like growing up, it was like a taboo thing, or it was like I never really understood. I still don't fully understand what it's like to be in a relationship. I've always been single mm-hmm. most of my life. Uh, and even in school, I mean, people have joked and I just dismissed it. But then it came into to my life where I discovered my own sexuality. I didn't really own it and accept it until 2004 when I took a time off at my then current job working at a grocery store in Vancouver because I had moved back to Vancouver to live in the city so I can pursue my acting career. Um, I went to Montreal to this gay and lesbian choral event called Gala and I just accepted myself as being gay fully and, you know, and, and it's just been something that, you know, is really, you know, when you own and accept who you are. I mean, I still... You know, it's, it still takes a while for me to, like, go further, but it's, like, a huge part because I was raised Roman Catholic. Mm-hmm. It's not what I had envisioned myself growing up. I mean, we have an idea, but oftentimes the universe will, you know, they know where it is you're meant to be, and when things start to work, things will work in, in the way they're supposed to be, and it's around the time when I actually got into more of a spiritual side. Uh, like the year before, I had started to work more on myself, focus on living my life and letting the acting follow. Because, you know, I even remember an acting teacher at this acting program pull me aside and say, you know, when you can accept who you truly are, then life will just be more, even more wonderful for you. That's that's incredible experience. And, and, you know, that I'm happy you share because it's also it takes courage. A lot of people are still not very comfortable like you. I'm Roman Catholic and I have I always share one of my the experiences. One of my best friends in graduate school, he was living with a girlfriend. He dated girls, you know, like one day he push it, pushes me aside on a disco and say, I have to tell you something. And he said, I'm gay. And, you know, because he had. I had suspected something, but that, you know, with someone that actively dated women, he was living with a woman and uh, he said, you're the, almost the last one knowing because, you know, you're so religious and all that. And to this day, this is many years later, he said, I'm the one that supported him the most through the entire process. I went to his wedding in New York. He had an amazing wedding. He married an amazing uh, guy. 
And I always tell people that story because I saw him before and after that moment. And he completely came out. You know, he was already a great person and we're already great friends, but just he bloomed after that. He really did. And he found the way, you know, to to find the right person for him. And he's just completely different person. And I, then I say, it's a shame that people have to live their lives in fear or in hiding or not expressing themselves really the way they are because the world around them, I don't think, yeah, there's people that's going to judge, but I think the world is really ready for accepting, you know, whatever you want to be. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's about accepting people for who they are and not forcing them to be who you want them to be. And a yes. lot of people are forcing people with their ideals instead of saying, you know what? I may not, you know, that's not for me, but if yeah. that's for you, good for you. Yes. You know what? We, I mean, people take the Bible out of context quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, and that's, and as a result, it turns people off. I mean, to me, okay, this is, what I'm sharing is my own personal opinion, of just course. so your audience, uh, your audience are aware. So, uh, you know, please don't take offense to what no, I'm, I'm I, saying. No, I like open conversations. Everybody's entitled. Oh, no, but I, I'm just letting your audience yes, know as well. Because it's, it's, it's uh, you know, this is a very sensitive topic for Absolutely. a lot of people. But it's also something that I feel needs to be talked about. Because, you know, the ideals people are growing up with. And when they are conflicting, it's also a cause why people, some people commit suicide as well, because of what society is forcing people to do when society should be encouraging the growth of an individual and what they can do to how, I mean, you may not, as I said, you may not like the lifestyle that they choose to live, but as long as it doesn't affect you. That's what's most important. If it affects it truly, how does a person who marries another same sex, like a, how do gay people really affect you? They only affect you with your everyday interactions, saying hello, you know, they, they don't really affect you in your personal life. I mean, they're not living with you. You don't have like, it's, it's not like they're controlling you and telling you, okay, you got to do this job. You got to do that job or you got to go here. You got to go there. I mean, they let you live your life, so why can't you let them live their life to to being who who they are? Yeah, I mean, I probably was born gay. I don't know. I mean, people say you can be born gay, or it's not possible. I don't know. I just I go with my intuition. I follow my my life, and I I, I just you know I've, I've always been following my feelings more so, and and that's how I've been guided through life, even like taking challenge chances when it comes to traveling and and going to different places and sometimes taking a a really great risk <laughs> and, and and going places um so it, it's just you know i like to just embrace life and you know i've always been outgoing but i i've like i left vancouver moved to london one in 2006 because of my Swiss nationality and this wonderful thing called the EEC at that time, now because of Brexit, I don't know if it's different, but uh, I was able to live and work in England. And so I lived lived in London for like seven years. And 
And I just blossomed even further. I mean, whatever stuff that I was holding when I was living in Vancouver was released. I mean, my uh, ex coworker friend from the grocery store I worked at, she came to visit me and she's like, wow, you're glowing. It's like, <laughs> I just inspired her. Like, it's just like, you know, when you're listening to your inner voice, it's like, it's amazing. It's just like, I just, you know, it can be scary going into the unknown, but it's a wonderful place because after all, we are living in the unknown world. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We only know what's going to happen right at this moment, right now. Like right now, I'm being interviewed by you. Natisha. I mean, and that's what's going on. And I'm here. We're having this wonderful conversation, inspiring people. But what happens tomorrow, we don't know. I mean, sometimes we take chances. I remember before I even got into this personal development track where, I mean, I went to Egypt for a a week's holiday. I was living after I graduated. I, um, I went back to Switzerland to live for a year so I can get to know my relatives a bit more because I was more closer to my family in the States. I had a more closer connection. And during that time I went to Egypt, I did not even get a tourist visa stamp to go into the country. <laughs> I, I, I got on the plane in Milan and, and flew. I, I have to swear, flying over the island of Crete on a very sunny, beautiful day <laughs> and looking down and seeing it. I was like, oh my God. I was like, so I got to see Crete from the plane in the air on a beautiful <laughs> sunny day. But I went into, I got into Cairo. I didn't even have a place to stay. I was going because my original intention was try and track down uh, a, a friend from school that had moved there because I had lost contact. And I thought, well, it would be great to connect with him. But he wasn't there uh, in, in Egypt. Um, and so I, I um, the first place I saw was a hotel. And I told the hotel guy, after signing up for three nights to stay at this hotel, I don't even have a visa uh, because in Switzerland it would it would cost about three hundred U.S. dollars for a little like a tourist visa. And when I got to the airport, I told the hotel guy, "said No problem." He took me to place, and it only cost me twenty dollars. Oh, that's great! <laughs> and and it was just the right amount of time that I needed to enjoy visiting the country and get back on the flight to get back to where I was oh. living. And it's like, I mean, and those are like, it, like that's just one of many stories of the, the travel stories. Because so it's, uh, so now we're, we, we're going from suicide to sexuality to travel. Oh, that, that's like, great. But you're going through, you you are, uh, you said something that I think it's, uh, it's key where, where you say when you start listening to your inner voice. And I think that, it's so powerful because for whatever reason, we have so much noise around us that we fail to listen to the inner voice. And uh, I'm like you, I'm a yes. little bit like I've done few things in my life where people cannot understand why I have done it. And, but it's like that, like following my inner voice and say, I have to do this and I'm just going to do it. And, and great things have happen after that and i think the fact that you you know you're you're traveling and you're moving from cities you you it sounds to me like you allow yourself to to be reinvented in the journey and you were taking the steps to really shed whatever wasn't serving you in and gathering new experiences and enriching your life in a way that now you can really you know blossom well you know 
we reinvent ourselves all the time. You know, we like we get inspired by what we come across and who we listen to and and who we interact with. You know, we can choose to be in a negative space or we can choose to be in positive space. I choose to be as much as I can in the positive space, but we do need the yin yang. We are going to have moments when we are in a downward spiral, and those are the moments where it's a growth period. Like since October, it's been a growth period for me because. Last October, I was in a car accident and I mm. sustained a brain injury uh, uh, and dealing with post-concussion headaches right now. Oh, sorry to hear that. Well, it's fine. Okay. And it was it was the third wake-up call for me. Because mm. remember the, earlier I said there was a period, like, I had like three different wake-up calls. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like sometimes, <laughs> and someone says, man, what the universe wants to shake you up, they really shake you up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like... And this, this period was about believing in myself more. Uh, la uh, over a year ago, I connected and started to listen to Dee Wallace on her blog talk radio show, Conscious Creation. I even did a, a session with her and uh, a couple of sessions with her. And, and she's all, and she's, you know, audiences will recognize her from the movie E.T., because mm -hmm. she played the mother in that movie and that's how we, but she's done other stuff and then she's been pursuing acting like her a long time she still does acting but when she started to get into teaching she got into like listening to her uh, her channel she's an, a clear audience she 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 listens to she listens and that's how she gets information and and she so she got into spiritual work and And, and so she helped me greatly in this past year with regards to believing in myself more, owning it. And, and you know, and she, she's, and, and like everyone, we all have this capability of, you know, we are the God of ourselves. We are, we have the power to do ourselves. And, and one of the things I learned was going into your heart place. Because when you go into your heart place and work from a place of love, you can't go wrong. But earlier when we, uh, Just to backtrack a bit, you were mentioning about, you know, we get all so busy and, and we get all so caught up because, you know, a lot of time when we, we work in the ego and we, if we don't take time to, to calm ourselves down, then it's kind of hard for one to actually understand where to go next. We can just go all over the place for 10 years from the time I left Vancouver till the time that I got back. To North America, as it was like almost a 10 year period, I had heard about this meditation retreat place centers called Vipassana. I don't know if I'm saying it correctly, but there's all these centers around the world, and you go for 10 days and you're in silence for the majority of the 10 days. And I finally did it <laughs> <laughs> back in 2016. It was like end of January 2016 when I came back to like I came back at, and I just was like oh my god ever since then I've been like a totally I mean that's probably another pivotal moment taking 10 days to go into yourself because you can't talk to other people you're you just focus on yourself go into yourself you're observing yourself you're just you know in silence most of the time I mean the only time you You talk as if you ask a question to the your teacher 
in your section because we're seg- you're segregated into the sexes. So the male on one side, the females on the other. And, but it's just the most amazing, like meditation is just amazing. I mean, the deeper you go, the more amazing it can get. I started out with guided meditations to help me because my mind, and it still is, it goes all over the place. It's not so much now because of, but you know, if you'd met me like 20 years ago, I would like our conversation go in different directions. Now it's more, a little bit more focused, but so if you have a busy mind, start with guided meditations to, to help with the brain. And if you ever prompt, if you ever want to, to take a chance, try the 10 day silent meditation, because you know, afterwards you'll be a completely different person when you leave, even if you do it the one time, it may not like do like meditating for an hour every day and an hour in the evening may not be for you. It's not for me either, but just going there, taking the time for yourself is the most amazing gift you can do for yourself. Yeah. I mean, little things that would get to you would you feel like, why did I even worry about that? It's like, it's such a little detail that I worried so much over. And now it's like nothing. It's like, you know what? The thing, things will happen the way they're supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a very powerful advice. I thank you for that. And 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 I'm with you. I'm I'm also like big proponent through COVID. Uh, I really embrace mindfulness meditation. It's something I have been, you know, playing around with. But uh, the one thing that uh, you know people I've practiced with, and and it's 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 true that people say I cannot commit an hour, but there's so many practices that are just 10 minutes. And that's what, you know, you commit to even a little bit a day and just stick to it like the gym or like the shower, you know, you just yeah. don't play around with it because it's a, it's a matter of create creating the habit. Some people go all in for three months and then that's it. They cannot sustain it. And, and this is yeah. something I always speak about because I'm, I'm very constant in everything I do. And people sometimes tell me, how can you, you know, keep it going for so long? Even the podcast. Even, and it's because I'm, I'm very realistic with my use of time. And I know from the get go when something is not like an hour meditation, I cannot do it. I am just I have two small kids. I run the house. I run a company. I have a podcast. No way I can deal with yeah. this. But 10 minutes I can commit to. And so, and then I stick to it and they are but, part you know, of my day. Those 10 minutes are just as powerful. And it's also about your self-care. Because yes. when we take when you when we take care of ourselves to ground us, we can actually do a lot more. I mean, even just 10 minutes of silence. I have to be honest with you, I don't even do that sometimes. <laughs> I just, I just uh, it's it's something that I'm really bad. I mean, I have a challenge when it comes to consistency and, and like I'll have spurts of moments where I'll do something and then I'll, I'll peter off. It's like, <laughs> and that's most I, people. It's not, it's not. And, it's, and it's, I, I, I was diagnosed with ADHD, but I just, you know, for me, I just said, I have an overactive imagination. I'm very highly creative. And so it's like, <laughs> well, but, but that's why you're doing so many things and writing books and, and being a performer. Yeah, so I, 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 I did write my own one man show. It's going through like a third version now because the first version I did when I was in London and then my second version, I was mentored by um, my friend who also uh, mentors people in writing and telling their story. And she has a very powerful story herself, but she, she helped me 
get my show, my, my script together. And she's the one that prompted me to apply to the Orlando International Fringe Festival to, to put it on there. And they do lottery system and I was in the lottery system and I got picked. Oh, so wow. I performed my, my, I, I did like, I would say it's more of a workshop version and now I just have to rewrite it to make it a little bit better because it's like, it's going through stages. Um, one of my challenges and goals, because we are talking about writing is writing my book on how I survived wanting to die, writing my memoir. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've been working on because I would like to do a book. So to help people with regards to, you know, different areas in our lives of, uh, of suicide, because it's, as I said, it's not a topic that's talked about a lot. So Oh, that's great. It sounds to me like you were handed very difficult circumstances in order to put you in a position now to do great things. And I think as you, as you to give you yes. like maybe things came in later, but you're going to have such a wealth of firsthand experience. Like it's not something that you have. I imagine someone having to write that without having gone through the experience. It's not going to be the yeah. same script than your script that you've been through so many as you say, shake up moments and important moments that people are afraid or not courageous enough to talk about that I really think are, are going to create something very compelling. I have the feeling. And and I'm still pursuing my acting career. I know. That has not stopped. I've, I've always, you know, it's, you know, it, it's interesting because with the challenges, I could have chosen to play in the victim mode role where I'm like, you know, this has happened to me and what am I going to do and, and be, as we say, a Debbie Downer. I don't know what the guy version would be for it, but <laughs> I, I'm just, you know, <laughs> but I'm like, we have choice in life. We can choose to be a victim or we choose to rise above and just move forward and, and carry on. We may have gone backwards a bit, but you know what? We just keep moving forward. And, and, and can, can, can continue to live our life the way we want it to. That's great. That's great advice. And, you know, I'm a firm believer in business, too. It's all about timing. I always say, you know, you can have a, a good business that is doing good and you're still waiting for your home run. I always say I have a great business, but I'm still waiting for the home run. And I think in acting for what I've seen from with my son is like I always tell him it has nothing to do with this or that is the right role and the right part and the right thing has to come down your way. And I think there's really like, it's really how it happens. It's it, don't take it personal. I always tell him it's really about what it's needed at that time for that particular project. And I have the feeling yeah. that, that your big break, it's uh, around the corner, Andrew. So I'm very happy that you've shared all this with us because it shows commitment to one's, vision to one's dreams and that's really what this show is all about yes and uh and so as a, as one last question and and uh, by the time we get here i know they my guests share you know their passions but i always try to make the connection with things that makes us tick so what it would be of things maybe you haven't shared things that make you tick on a day where you're doubting everything you're doing and you say, I need, I need to, to regain strength to keep going. Is there something special that you do or a place that you go to? Um, I, I, you know, for me, I like watching musicals, like watching, like 
Disney movie. I mean, I, I, like Disney, I'm a huge Disney fan. I just <laughs> love, it's just, you know, getting in touch with my inner child. That, that I think is, it's something that uh, uh, is most important because when we get in touch with our inner child, we, we can uh, do, do a lot more. I mean, I still have to work with my inner child, still heal it from past issues, but you know, I've always had this, you know, just doing stuff that you like to do, like going for a bike ride and, and, and you know, dancing or just like putting on some dance music to dance to and just moving around and going, woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I love it. It's like, yeah, I, you know, what I find interesting is like, like, especially during this time period when I, I've been healing. You know, I find that when I get out, when we move our bodies, when we get our bodies active, and that's one of my challenges when it comes to <laughs> exercising. It's, uh, I mean, I, I know exercise is something that, you know, and, and I can say, yes, it is a, a really good thing to do. Just like get out and move your body, do something and, and shake it up. Even if you get up off your chair. So after you listen to to this wonderful interview that you've been listening to me for this almost past hour, I'm going to invite the listeners to please just get up off of your chair and just shake your body around. And, I and love just, it. You know, just move your body and and even just laugh and just like have a wonderful, just, you know, think of something funny to laugh to and just, you know, and right now it's like, oh my God. It's, it's contagious. Funny. I'm contagious. I'm like, I want to stand up. I love it that uh, I I think I touch what you're saying. Sometimes I do stuff like you just described. It's a little crazy and it feels good. Like you're you're saying I can be a little silly and crazy and, and just feels letting go, letting go. You of- know, there's nothing wrong with you being silly and crazy. Like whenever you want to, when you want to shake things up, you know, especially when you want to be creative and you're trying to, uh, and you're working on trying to solve a problem. Sometimes you need to change tactic to get to a solution where you want to go. I love watching Hallmark movies and all those like the romance type movies Mm -hmm. because you can always learn something new and it's like, do something different. Like get, get out. It's, it's like, you know, when it comes to like the romance stories, it's like the, the most recent was, was the, the, the female lead was encouraged by the male lead to do something different and, you know, get out there and, and, you know, Take a chance on trying new things and and just, you know, explore. Because if we just stick to what's in our bubble, we're we're only gonna we're not gonna grow. We're just gonna stay in the same way. And and, and so it's it's I think it's important that, you know, because we're we're here to grow and evolve. We're not here to just shrink. Because when you stay in a place, you're just going to shrink because you're not doing anything and it's going to get you down and it's just going to, it's more for your own well-being than it is for other people's well-being. I mean, even if you just do something simple as, you know, when if you're like, if you've lived in your city, you haven't traveled anywhere, maybe travel in your city and go to another part of the city where you, you live in and, and, and visit it and be a tourist in your own city. Even just to do that much, it's as long as you're you're doing something rather than just not doing anything. 
Well, I definitely love it. And I, you gave me the perfect line to close the interview, which is a call to action to everybody listen to take a chance on trying new things. So think about what is it that you're going to try and think of a uh, wonderful Andrew Mondia when you do it and uh, follow him if you can and, and support his work. Andrew, I thank you so much for the interview and I wish you best of luck. And I definitely know that I'm going to see great things from you soon. I get the feeling. Thank you for having me and thank you, everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Back to Basics. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. If you haven't yet, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite streaming platforms. This is the best gift you can give us. Join me next week for another Back to Basics conversation. And if you want to find out about other exciting things I'm working on, visit LeticiaLatino.com. Thank you, and until the next time.